Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. I want to talk to you today about growing uh, spiritually, growing up in the spirit. The Bible talks about uh, how Jesus, when he was growing up, if you're reading in Luke, it says he waxed strong in spirit. And I've always kind of wondered about that. But, you know, there's the principles of God. But I realize the more I read the word, that there's the there's God's gift to us when we get born again. The Bible says in Romans five five that perfect that the love of God has been shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost. So people are looking and they pray prayers like, Lord, I need more love. You got to pour out your love on me. I want to love people more. And that may be a genuine prayer. You realize, like, man, I'm impatient with people. You read First Corinthians thirteen. You're like, this is nothing like me. Love is patient. I am not. Love is kind. Some I try my best, but usually, right. I mean, when I say that, you can immediately think of someone that comes to your mind. and it, But we look at that, and so we think, Lord, obviously that just means I'm low on love, and I, I need more. But really, that's not the case. If the love of God has been shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost, then it's there. It's how do we access it? You know, you can have something, but if you don't know how to access it, you can have money in the bank, but if you don't know how to get to the money, it's pointless. Lord, I need more money. No, you just need the pin for your debit card, Right. So it's, it's about access. It's the same thing. Salvation is really a free gift that God has given to mankind. They say there's 7.7 billion people on the planet. But how, and so there's, enough, the, there's enough blood that Jesus spilt to wash away the sins of everybody. But it's about access. First of all, most people don't know. You look at a nation like uh, Japan, and it's like 2% Christian. The vast majority of of Japanese people have never heard the gospel, and so they don't know. So it's ignorance, right? Ignorance that prevents them. If, if they could all just sit down in front of a TV and for 60 seconds or for five minutes hear the gospel presented, there would be a mass of people that would get saved because the gospel is the power of God. So the devil tries to keep people from, from being able to hear. So it's ignorance, or it's not knowing how to access it. The clear way to salvation, the Bible says, with a man... With a mouth, a man confesses uh, confesses to salvation. With the heart, man believes. So you need both. You need to believe in Jesus and then say out loud, Lord, I believe and I'm making this declaration. And so it's access. It's the same with peace. Lord, I need more peace. Well, Jesus said, my peace I leave with you. So do you, did he not give you enough? He said, my peace I leave with you. Not as the world gives, give I unto you. He said, my peace, right? So if you look and you see what the fruits of the Spirit are, that's when you got born again, what Jesus put on the inside of you. Love, joy, peace, faith, kindness, gentleness, goodness, self-control. Oh, I need more self-control. You actually have the power when you get born again to control. Self-control is control of the flesh. So, so people say, well, I just, you know, the devil's defeated me and he's really got me in this area. Well, that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says he that's died is no longer a slave to sin in, in Romans 6, 7. Romans six fourteen says sin shall no longer have dominion over you. So we're starting from a place of victory. Salvation is us starting from it is finished. We're not like, it's, you know, you look at the Old Testament, you look at creation. What day did, what day did God create Adam? It wasn't day one. He didn't say, okay, Adam, here we go. Now you do the rest of the work. He, God did all the heavy lifting. One day, two day, three day, four day, five days of creation. And then on the sixth day, he creates Adam. And then Adam's first full day is what? Is rest. And so we start from a place of rest. That's why when people get off on, you know, I, uh, I need, do you, do you, um, 
there's sects of Christianity that, that you know, do you re- regard the Sabbath? Do you take a day? And, oh, the Sabbath is Saturday, Sabbath is Sunday. You know, it's, it's important. I'm not saying you... I'm, if you have a job that makes you work Sunday, either you should be going to a church that meets Saturday, or you should just believe the Lord to get you a job so that doesn't make you work Sunday or, or get you in a better position. Like, it's important to have that day. But talking about Sabbath, Sabbath means rest, and we live in a place of rest. Not that we don't work, but as far as we, we walked in through the door of grace. So, so nothing that we do to, for God is based, nothing that we do to come into salvation is based off our work. So the Bible says, labor to enter into rest. So I'm in a permanent seven-day rest. Jesus is my rest. And so I don't struggle and strive and work to get things done. I work out of a place of rest. I work harder than everybody, as Paul said, but I work out of a place of rest, knowing that it's His grace that works within me. So we, we're, we're a new creature in Christ, and we start off with the victory, but it's all about access. And so when you see, I don't need more love, what needs to happen is my spirit needs to grow in these things. So that's why the Bible says that Jesus' spirit waxed strong. My spirit needs to grow. Kenneth Hagin wrote a book called How to Train the Human Spirit. There, there may be potential for every person, every Christian, to be walking in miracles, to, to, be, to be walking in victory in every area, but there's things that they must do practically. So that's why discipline is so important. You know, we talk a lot about that on this podcast, but unless you get discipline right, you're not going to be effective for the kingdom of God. If you can't wake up at a certain hour and go to bed at a certain hour, you don't think you're going to shake nations. And if this needs to be rebuked, part of the gospel and part of my job as a minister is, is to rebuke people. And I know I may not be your pastor, but it's my job to warn people. For me, if you, there was a time where I used to sleep until 10 o'clock, but I was a teenager. And then you grow up and you stop sleeping until 10 o'clock. If you work overnight, it's different. But if you're staying up till 2 o'clock in the morning and sleeping until 10 and then going from there, you, you, you're not going to do anything for the Lord with any lasting value. You're not a disciplined person. Go to bed early. Wake up. Wake up at a good time. <laughs> wake up and, and spend time in prayer. If you can't make yourself crack open your Bible on a daily basis. Now, I know, again, you're here listening to this podcast. It sounds like I'm just trying to drive people away. I can't, you know, <laughs> what's wrong with you people? I know I'm preaching to the choir. But, you know, you get this in your spirit that God's looking for people who are disciplined. Discipline is something you choose to be. There, there are people who love the Lord, who even see, who have faith, who see signs and wonders, but they're undisciplined and, and they won't last. God's looking. The Bible says, he that strives for masteries is temperate in all things. Temperate means rigidly disciplined. So if you're looking to, to, to be fully effective, you, you have to be rigidly disciplined things that you have in place. So it's about us growing up. It's our spirit man getting stronger. So I want to read to you Galatians chapter 6, and it says, verse 7, I'm going to read from Amplified, do not be deceived and deluded and misled. God will not allow himself to be sneered at, scorned, disdained, or mocked by mere pretensions or professions, or by his precepts being set aside. He inevitably deludes himself who attempts to delude God. For whatever a man sows, that and that only is what he will reap. For he who sows to his own flesh, his lower nature, his sensuality, will from their flesh reap decay and ruin and destruction. But he who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. You know, this is a, this is a principle of life. If you take two people and they're both 180 pounds, 
you know, five foot eleven, and uh, same body type, and same fat, fat must you know, fat percentage. And then for thirty days, one of them is on a thirty day program in the gym, and the other one is on a thirty day, um, thirty day feasting thing, right? And just eats nonsense. One is sowing to what their body wants. The other one is sowing to the right thing, right? Working out. And 30 days later, what are you going to have? You're going to have one that's, it's not going to be a question mark. You're not going to wonder, man, what are the chances that at the end of this, at the end of the 30 days, the guy who's been eating pie and and just cheeseburgers and nonsense is going to be in, in better shape. It's just not going to happen. Why? Because what you reap, you sow. This is a spiritual law that what you reap, you sow. If you continue to sow to the carnal realm, you know, there's this, especially in modern day Christianity, there's like this feeling that I can just do things and, and these things don't have any effect on my life. But people sow to their soulish realm and they reap from their soulish realm. If You know, I used to listen to, I'll, I'll date myself with some of this, but I used to listen to Coldplay. I used to listen to Jay-Z, Lauren Hill. I used to listen to this, you know, hip hop music and then some like, I don't know what, what category Coldplay falls into, but I used to know that style of music. And then when I wondered, I wondered why when, when a difficulty came, why everything was all sad and like, you know, why, you know, I'd just get down in the dumps and that would be the time that I'd listen to more music. And it was like, it didn't help because I was feeding my soulish realm. And so when the time comes, there's people that, that get into a, there's people who get into a, um, a tough situation and the word of God comes out of their mouth. The first thing is, Man, this has presented itself, but bless God, I'm more than a conqueror. I'm an overcomer. Why? Because they're sowing to their spirit through the word. And then there's others. Man, it's just one thing after another. You know, just when I thought I was in the clear, the devil comes and knocks me upside the head. I'll never get out from under his thumb. What is that? People who haven't sown to the word of God. They've sown to their defeat. They've thought, spent time thinking about it. They've heard, they've listened to voices. People surround themselves with preaching by people who preach defeat. And so what you sow to, that you'll reap. If you take 30 days and sow to the Spirit by spending time in the Word, quoting Scripture, praising the Lord, you'll come out after 30 days a stronger, more joyful, more victorious Christian. This is a law. The the Bible says in the book of Genesis, as long as the earth remains seed time and harvest time, it's it's a natural and spiritual law. What you sow to, you will reap from. If I decide I'm going to lift weights for 10 minutes a day, something I'm not doing right now, 10 minutes a day, for, for the next 30 days. In 30 days, my muscles, as long as I'm not li- lifting two pound weights, my muscles will have grown because of that. Why? Because I'm sowing to those muscles. And so this is a spiritual law. Don't be mocked. Whatever a man sows, that and that only will he also reap. For he, to sow, for he who sows to his flesh, his lower nature, his sensuality, will from the f- flesh reap decay and ruin and destruction. But he who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. You know, it's actually very dangerous to be a Christian and be constantly sowing to your flesh. The devil wants you to think that you can just get away with it, that you can watch the mo- any movie you want to watch, listen to any music you want to listen to, spend spend all your spare time just on, on Instagram and social media and playing video games and... and, and just scrolling and commenting and, and watching and watching videos on YouTube and, 
and and it's okay for now. You know, you 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 went a week, you went a few days, and you didn't read the word. It's okay. You'll make it up. Or yeah, you went to the all night prayer meeting, so you don't have to pray on a daily basis now. He'll try to convince you to back off your daily disciplines, thinking, oh, you can get away with it. Look, you know, I I didn't really press into the Lord at all, and and then I went and I, the Lord really touched me the other night, so I could just kind of coast in this. The devil would love to get you distracted. Why? Because then, when you notice when Jesus, and I know he was fasting, so it was a different type of week. It was physically weak. But the devil came to tempt Jesus when he was at his weakest point. He had fasted for 40 days. And so the devil does that. You know, if you're built up and, and you're strong in the Lord and you've just come out of like a, a, a retreat to, away with the Lord and you're pressing in, you know, if the devil tries to bring a temptation, an old, an old girlfriend or boyfriend comes along, you're going to be so built up that you're going to say no. Because why? Eternity's in front of you. You're looking at the things of God. But if you've been playing video games for a weekend and and listening to nonsense, and then he, that's when he's going to bring it. You're spiritually weak. And so the devil, it's a very dangerous thing to be at a place where you allow yourself to be spiritually weak. You allow yourself to get stirred down. The Bible says stir up the gift. People people treat it just like, oh, you know, there's times like camp meetings. There's times like those that I could like keep myself stirred up. No, on a daily basis. And ye beloved, stirring yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Keep yourselves in the love of God, Jude 1, 20 and 21 says. What am I doing? I'm, I'm sowing to the Spirit. And so the next verse says, and let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing right. For in due time and at the appointed season, season we shall reap if we do not loosen and relax our courage and faint. So what is this saying? Is it possible to sow to the spirit and then give up and lose the progress you made? Yes, it's possible. It's possible to sow to the spirit and not reap the harvest you're looking for if you give up, if you lose heart. But you know what else this is saying? It, is it possible to, to not reap if you don't give up? No, it's not possible. If you sow to the Spirit and continue, and this goes for your sowing financially, this goes for your faith walk, if you continue and you don't lose heart and you don't give up, you will reap. Don't lose heart. Don't give up. Your harvest is on the way. You may be struggling with difficulty, struggling in overcoming sin, but as you continue to do what's right and resist the devil and re- and reject it, what was a difficult struggle won't become difficult anymore. Why? Because those spiritual muscles improve. You know, when you do push-ups, there was a time where, where I could do 60 real push-ups straight, and then you stop doing push-ups for a while, and then doing 40 is difficult. What is that? That's the muscles are, are, aren't at their peak. So 40 push-ups at a certain time would have been easy. Wouldn't have even taken, you know, you don't even feel it until 45. But then what happens? You let, you, you let your progress go. You give up and then you move backwards. But what will happen is the struggles that you're struggling with now, they won't be struggles anymore because God, you will grow. And God will grace you that what you struggled with before. When I was a teenager, the things that were difficult to resist are not difficult to resist. Why? Because my spirit man has grown strong. Through the word of God, God has graced me through his word to level up. So I want to encourage you. 
Don't give up. Keep sowing to the Spirit. You will from the Spirit reap everlasting life, spiritual strength. Your spirit man will level up. God will grace you that reading the Word, staying in the Word, memorizing Scripture, prayer time. Not only are are they easy to do, but you look forward, you long. Lord, I love being in your Word. Lord, I love spending time in your presence. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you that I can draw close and on a daily basis, I can speak to the creator of the universe. Lord, I love you. I honor you. This is what God's called us to. So don't give up. Don't grow weary. In due season, you will reap. Don't lose heart. God bless you. I love you. We'll see you on the next podcast.